You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got? Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And listen, I was so excited to have a member of my tribe with me last week, my best friend, Michaela. I just had to bring you another one of my nearest, dearest sister friends this week to the podcast. So let us welcome Miss Sarita Evan to the podcast. Sarita is the founder of Seeking Him Yoga, a Christian yoga practice in Bermuda. Seeking Him Yoga was birthed as a result of a traumatic experience in Sarita's life, which, through the healing process, led her to practice Christ-centered yoga. Sarita is living proof that God can use what the enemy meant to destroy us for his glory. A corporate lawyer by profession, Sarita is certified as a 200-hour yoga instructor and a chair yoga instructor with Holy Yoga Global and is currently working on her trauma-sensitive yoga training. Sarita combines the physical practice of yoga with scripture and worship to create yet another way to commune with God. Whether it's through in-person classes or her Instagram page, Sarita has been called in this season to help others encounter God on the yoga mat. Seeking Him Yoga finds its foundation in Jeremiah 29, 13, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. So let's welcome, or should I say welcome back, Sarita to the show. Sarita, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Tay. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I am so looking forward to this conversation that we're about to have this interview because me and you talk about certain things surrounding this topic a lot offline. And I would, I love to bring this to my audience just so that they have a deeper understanding and awareness of Christian yoga. But before we get into that, we just heard this amazing bio that you have given us. But I want you to tell everybody a fun fact about you that is not in your bio. Fun fact about me that's not in my bio. Um, Probably that I'm impulsive and I will jump on a plane at the drop of a hat. (laughs) This is the honest to God truth. Sarita will send us messages that will just be like, so this happened. And the next thing you know, she's bought a flight to Dubai in two days and she's leaving. Like there's no lead up. And you think like, have you been thinking about this a while? And she's like, no, I was just bored in a meeting. So I booked it. (laughs) It's really goals. That's what it really is. It's goals. (laughs) Things your single friends do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's a super fun fact. And Sarita is such a, like, I want to say... I want to say sort of an adrenaline junkie. I remember just watching a video the other day where you jumped out of a plane and I completely forgot about that. And I was like, 
look at her just just that's pretty accurate on the edge with jesus <laughs> I I would say you would be accurate in saying I'm an adrenaline junkie. This year was supposed to be my cage diving year, and you know COVID and had look at the Lord looking out for your life, <laughs> keeping you sane and safe, and not in a cage. <laughs> I like <Nope>. that. <laughs> 2020 cage diving. Holler at me. <laughs> Do you know what? You didn't cage dive, but you've basically been in the cage of your house all year yes. since March. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> no sharks though, so does it count? <laughs> oh goodness. Oh goodness. Okay, so before we get carried away, because we're we're friends, like real life friends, so we can talk <laughs> forever. But um let's get into it. I want to talk about yoga as a Christian, but I wanna start with, you know, before I know about how you got into Christian yoga, tell us exactly what Christian yoga is. Okay, sure. So in order to understand what Christian yoga is, we first have to understand what yoga is. Yoga is a physical practice. It is about moving the body. It has absolutely no attachment to any singular religion. So let's get that dispelled and myth out of the way. Um, It actually started in Africa. So it didn't even start in Asia where it's mostly practiced right now. Um, And a lot of people know it as being tied to Hinduism or new age or whatever, but it is simply a physical practice. And what I like to tell people is observe a baby. When you observe a baby, you will see a baby, especially when they're learning how to walk, go through several basic yoga poses. So what we do is move the body in the way that it meant to move, basically, right? The way that God intended us to move. What makes it Christian is that every time we get on the mat, it is with the purpose of honoring and encountering God. So there is an intentionality there that we want to meet God in our practice. Um, And I think that's really important for us as Christians, right? We don't just want to be a Sunday Christian or like a Bible study Christian, but why not take God into my workout? Why not? bring him onto the mat with me as I go through a flow. To strengthen my physical body, I can still strengthen my my spiritual man at the same time. So that in a quick snapshot is what Christian-centered yoga is. I love it. And you make a good point when you do watch a baby, you see them going through the different poses that you would do in yoga. And there's only a finite um, number of ways one can move their body. And I think it's important to know that what we call the move isn't as important as why we're doing the move. And I think that makes a huge difference. But now that you've told us what Christian yoga is, why did you get into it? Oh my gosh. (laughs) How much time do you have now? (laughs) Um, Okay. So in all honesty, if you knew me like four or five years ago and you told me that in 2020, I would be a yoga instructor, I probably would have laughed in your face really hard. (laughs) Um, And I probably would have said something to the effect of, I shouldn't be left with my own thoughts for that long. I am a super type A personality. I am a go, go, go get things done. Like you don't take time to do anything, but like be on fast forward. And then just over three years ago, I had this experience happen that was an extremely traumatic experience that resulted in me being diagnosed with complex PTSD. And now I, by profession, I am a corporate lawyer, as you heard. So, and I work in very high paced, fast paced um, environment. And so I was trying to heal while still working and it wasn't working, right? Like it, it, it was just not working. And so 
Um, my therapist basically sat me. Yes, I had therapist, a therapist because I believe in Jesus and therapy. Um, so my therapist sat me down and she's like, Sarita, I really think that you need to take medical leave to deal with kind of working on healing from, from this traumatic experience. And I mean, it took a really long time for her to get me to agree to take medical leave because like three months out as a woman, corporate law, like it just doesn't happen. And then what do I say to people like, oh, sorry, I need to take three months medical leave because well, my brain broke. Hmm. It seems kind of weird, but long story short, I finally agreed to do the medical leave. And so we were putting together this program for me for the three months, which actually ended up being four, that I would be out of work. And it included um, intensive therapy with my therapist twice a week. Um, It included going to my psychiatrist. Yes, I had a psychiatrist too. It was about once a month. It included physiotherapy. And in addition to physiotherapy, she suggested that I do yoga. Now, y'all, I am a Pentecostal woman a black Pentecostal woman. Okay. When that woman told me that I should be doing yoga, I looked at her like she was crazy. (laughs) And I was like, uh, Christians don't do yoga. Like that was my response to her. And she's a Christian. So here she is a Christian suggesting that I do yoga. I'm like, but Christians don't do yoga. She's like, Sarita, take it away. Pray about it. Think about it. Research it. Come back to me. And so that's what I did. I prayed about it a lot. (laughs) Um, I researched it. And I found, and after conversations with God, I found that um, there was nothing inherently new age or religion specific in yoga. Um, And in fact, God started revealing various scriptures to me in, in the time that I was going through this process with him. And one of them was in 1 Corinthians where it says, whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. And in Romans, it says, um... In, in Romans 12, 1, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So God intends us to use our bodies for his worship at all times. And that's what he was drilling down into me. And so much so that when he gave me Jeremiah 29, 13, which says, and if you seek me, you will find me. If you search for me with all your heart, when he gave me that, He was like, Sarita, it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as your intention is to glorify and edify me. And so when I kind of got comfortable with the fact that God was okay with me doing yoga, I then said, well, Lord, I don't want to just like go to any yoga studio and hear somebody um in and, you know, kind of chanting or like doing all the stuff that we see like on TV and stuff that equates to yoga. And so after some searching, Um, I found this lady. Oh, and the other part was I wanted them to not be a super skinny blonde person. Like that's, you you could say, you know, well, that's superficial. But for me in the space that I was in, I needed to be comfortable. And so I needed the person that was teaching me to look like me. And so after lots of searching, I found this beginner's yoga course. And I was like, okay, I think this lady's black. I'm not positive. I think she's black but I'm going with it. (laughs) That was like all I had. Right. And so I walk into this yoga studio and this is how God is so good because I walk into the studio and not only is this lady black, she's curvy and she's a Christian. And I was just like, well, come 
on through God. Like you just did the thing and you did it well, right? Like he allayed all of my fears, all of the things that I was like holding up as reasons why I shouldn't or couldn't. And he was like, no, I got you. I got you, sis. I'm not going to put you under somebody who's going to lead you astray. And so I did beginner's courses and then I did like the next level course And then God's like, okay, great. So now you're going to go and get certified as a yoga instructor. And I was like, but bruv, I'm a lawyer. (laughs) I don't need to be a yoga instructor. What do you mean? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, you're going to go get certified as a yoga instructor. And yeah, you're going to teach. I was just like, but why? And he's like, because I want you to help people encounter me in their physical activity and their daily life. Um, And so I went. 2020 has been a year. Um, I got certified as a chair yoga instructor first, followed by a 200 hour yoga instructor. And I'm currently doing trauma sensitive training. Um, and I've done it all through a provider called Holy Yoga Global out of um, Arizona. Great training through them and definitely Christ Center training. But um, that's kind of the journey. <laughs> and it's really crazy because. After I did my yoga training, God was like, okay, so now you're going to start an Instagram page. And I'm like, or what? Like, what do you want from me, dude? Like, I got stuff to do. And he's like, I want you to start an Instagram page because I want people to see how they can practice and honor me at the same time. And I want you to encourage Christians who are drawn to yoga that they can do it, but there is a way in which they should do it. And so right now I'm in that season of working through, through this calling um, and sharing God's word and my heart with people through the practice of yoga. That was a really long answer. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Because it took us through your journey and the thought process that a lot of us as Christians have, right? When we think about yoga first, we're just like, um, am I supposed to be doing this? Am I, is this right? Like all the thoughts I you have. And I remember when I started doing yoga and I was just like, you know what? As long as during the meditation portion, I'm focusing on God, it'll be fine. And that's what I had in my mind. So even before I was introduced to something called Christian yoga, which is how Sarita helped me in that way, I would just be, by the time they got to the meditation, I'm just like, our father who art in heaven, heaven. <laughs> If I couldn't think of anything else to say, but what do you say for those people who think meditation or yoga meditation is dangerous? Yeah, sure. Um, So I guess the first thing that I would say is that we are told to meditate, right? Like our Bible actually tells us to meditate on God's word day and night. And I interpret day and night meaning the entire time. No matter what I'm doing, no matter where I am, my focus should always be on God and his word. And so that should extend to my um, physical practices. So whether that's yoga or even, hey, I do CrossFit. Yes, I am a CrossFitting yogi. It's very weird. I know. Um, But even when I CrossFit, I wear earbuds and listen to praise and worship music while lifting. In that, in that space of meditating, what we're doing is Christian meditation. We are meditating on God's word. And so, um, and you know, I can give you an example of what a Christian centered yoga class looks like. And that would be, there is a theme scripture or there is a theme 
of like the beatitudes or the fruit of the spirit, whatever it is, there's a theme for each yoga class and each flow and each class is built around that scripture or that theme. Um, there is praise and worship music being played as a part of the practice because the whole point is to set the atmosphere so that God will come and dwell and stay and move with us and in us. And so that means that when it comes to what we, what some people call savasana or resting pose, whatever you want to call it, it means that we want to find rest in God. And that's where we're meditating. That's where we're focusing on the scripture that we've heard throughout the entire flow. Or perhaps you're focusing on one of the songs that were played while you were going through your flow. Or perhaps you're just saying, you know what? Thank you, Lord, for getting me through this practice because it was difficult or because my back hurt when it started and it doesn't hurt anymore. Whatever it is, the focus and the center of it is still God. And so that's what I say to anyone who says that you shouldn't do yoga meditation. I I honestly can't speak for meditation that you would find in a quote unquote normal yoga class because I don't do them. And, but I can speak for what you would find in a a Christ centered yoga class. And that is Christ is the center. And so the meditation portion is, is an encouragement to meditate on God and to listen to him. And, you know, it's that time that you get in a yoga class to commune with God. Um, So that's my response to most people on that. (laughs) I I love that because the word does say for us to meditate on his word and just being able to set time out a day and out in your day and seek God in different ways. I know on this podcast, we've even had people who did Christian workouts, like Christian hit workouts. And there's just different. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And there was just different ways that we can seek God. It doesn't have to always be at a church on Sunday. If we incorporate seeking God on a daily basis, our relationship with him will grow spiritually. We will grow. Our well-being also will grow. And speaking of well-being, how does movement affect your well-being? You know what? It's really funny. There's, there's nothing deep about this. All I would ask is for you to just kind of take a really deep breath in, raise your arms above your head, and just let them come down and release. Something that simple makes you feel so good, right? And you kind of just want to shake it out and move, move around. Because if we look at the word of God and we look, if we go back to Genesis and we go back to Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden, God intended us for us, for us to be movers. He did not intend for us, Tay and myself especially, to be sat at a laptop or a computer, hunched over and, you know, typing away for hours and hours on end. That wasn't his intention. His intention was for us to be moving. And so if we're not moving for the majority of our day, we have to make it a priority at some point in our day to get up and move. Right. And so when you do, you find that things move better. You feel better. Endorphins are released. That is the purpose. And so your well being, your physical well being, I should say, affects your mental well being. Right. When those endorphins from a physical movement standpoint affect the way that you think, and therefore it affects the way that you approach your day. And so it, movement is so important. Um, to your well-being. And, you know, a lot of times I get people say, oh, well, I can't get on the ground. I can't twist myself into a pretzel, da, 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 whatever. Guess what? I can't twist myself into a pretzel either. It's a bit weird. But what I can do and what you can do 
is sit in a chair and get some yoga in, right? That's why I teach chair yoga as well, because it's not all about these big elaborate movements. It's about just getting your body to move a little bit. Start with a little bit. And then if you want, you can progress to something a bit more quote unquote difficult. Um, but movement is extremely important for our well-being. Yes. And I think even now, so Serena and I would have what typical desk jobs, um, but even those people who are working more from home now, we find ourselves, if we're working from home, if you're not set at a desk, you're laying in the couch, you're sat outside on the patio, you're, it's just a lot of sitting and not a lot of moving, not those day-to-day walks. And that can really affect your physical body, but mentally <laughs> affects you as well because you're cooped up. I want to know how your experience with Christian yoga during COVID-19 has kept you grounded and has, how has it helped keep your community that you, that are in touch with you on this journey grounded as well? Oh my gosh. It has been so important. Um, I, (laughs) I purchased my house Uh, on the 9th of March, I started working from home on the 11th of March. We went into lockdown like the end of March, I think. And I haven't left my house since basically. (laughs) I'm still working from home. And so for me, getting up, moving, what my normal routine would be get up, go for a walk and get kind of just my general blood flowing and then come back and do kind of 30 minutes of yoga as kind of a stretch before I start my work day. And it's been so important for me because one, it gets me on the fresh air because I tend to, oh, that's the other thing. I tend to do my yoga outside as long as the weather permits. So it gets me onto the fresh air. It allows me to move and stretch and kind of get those kinks out. Um, and again, it allows me to connect with God before I'm fully starting my day, right? So I wake up, I pray, I read my Bible. I go for a walk, I do some yoga, then it's like, okay, my day can start. <laughs> so it's a lot happening before like 6.30, 7 a.m. But it's what I find or, you know, kind of I found necessary in order to keep me um, in a good space mentally and physically because it's very easy working from home to wake up at say five o'clock and check my phone and be like, oh no, I've got 50 emails overnight that I need to answer. And immediately go and sit at my laptop and not move until 10 o'clock at night. That is so easy to do. It sounds depressing, doesn't it? But but I have to make space and time for my workouts and for my time of God. And so incorporating Christian yoga into that Gives me the best of both worlds, really. I love it. So how has the response been since you started seeking him yoga? It has been actually overwhelmingly good. I I was prepared for so much um, pushback. And to be honest, it really didn't come. Um, I had people ask questions, of course, and questions are always welcome. Questions are welcome, but there was none of the um, belligerent, uh, how how can I put this nicely? (laughs) There was none of the um, judgmental pushback that a lot of times can come um, from people 
within the Christian community when they're talking about things either that they don't agree with or they don't understand. But one of the key things for me and what I tend to tell all people who ask me about Christian yoga is the same thing that Paul said, and it's that you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And so what works for me may not work for you and work, what works for you may not work for me. Um, and you know, I remember having a conversation with someone and they said, Oh, well, you know, God told me not to do yoga. And I was like, okay, that's great. God didn't tell me that. But And then after I kind of talked to God about it, some more God, God actually revealed to me that Sarita, you started practicing yoga one as a Christian, two under someone who was Christian and all of, and three, all of your training is Christian. He said, the person who approached you and told you that I told them not to do it was not a Christian when they started doing yoga. They did not have Christian yoga training and they were not practicing under Christian instructors. He said, your paths are different. And that is why it is okay for you to do and not for that person. And I was like, mind blown, cool, (laughs) right? Because when people come at you and, and, and they're so adamant that God had told them not to do something, And yet you're like so comfortable in the fact that God has told you to pursue something that he told them not to. You're kind of like, wait, what, what, what's happening here? This sounds contradictory. And that's, and God brought me back to that passage of scripture. And then he also gave me um, Psalms 23, where it says, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Everybody's path is not the same. And so the path that I have to take and what he's called me to do is completely different from what he's called someone else to do. Um, and so as far as pushback, that, that conversation with that person was probably the biggest piece of pushback that I've ever had on, on the subject matter. Um, and to be honest, it wasn't that serious, (laughs) but the support has been overwhelming. Um, you know, I've had people reach out to me on Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, I look forward to your post. Every time you post, I've never seen someone connect God and the practice of yoga in the way that you do. And, you know, kind of the Holy Spirit is just all over your post and things like that. And I'm just like, wow, God, like, thank you. Um, And he just keeps showing himself over and over and over in it. Um, You know, (laughs) last week I spoke at a women's conference for um, someone who follows me on Instagram. She's never actually met me. And she reached out to me. She sent me a DM and she was like, Sarita, um, actually, she didn't know my name. She was like, hi, (laughs) Um, you know, I've been following you. I really love what you're doing. Like, I see the anointing of God all over your post and I'd like to have a conversation with you. And I'm kind of like, uh, okay. (laughs) And so she's like, can I get your number? So, of course, the lawyer in me kicks in. I'm like, how about we do a Zoom call? Because, you know, you could be crazy. I don't want you to have my personal number. Like, this is what it is. So (laughs) we had this Zoom call, and she was like, you know, I don't know you. I've never met you. I only know you through Instagram. But I'm having this women's conference, and God is directing me to invite you to be one of the speakers for this conference. And I'm just like, but lady, I could be crazy. And she was just like, no, like God is directing me. And so I'm inviting you to be a speaker. And so I spoke at this conference. It was fantastic. Um, 
But what was funny is that the day before she sent me a DM, I had said to God, I was like, how long am I supposed to be doing this for? Like, there's only so many poses I could do and like so many like, you know, I, finding scriptures to match and da, 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 da. And God was like, you are encouraging people to encounter me. And as long as you are doing what I'm asking you to do, then I will continue to open doors for you. Never in a million years did I think that a lady who lives in Western Canada would reach out to me to be a speaker for her women's conference. But in my obedience to God, he is opening doors for me that I I never would have seen otherwise. Yes. I love how God can cure, like curate our paths. So everybody's journey doesn't have to look the same. And that's why it's so important to seek God for yourself. Because like Sarita said, some things that I can do, she may not be able to do and vice versa, because we all have different convictions. And that is according to what God is working out in our own lives and how he wants our purpose to be put forward. And this is the way that it's working for Sarita. And I love just watching her evolve and watching her social media evolve. And I have done classes with Sarita. So I know for a fact (laughs) that they are good and just cheering her on during this process of doing all of her um, yoga training. And I just loved it because I remember her coming and it started with chair yoga. And I was like, what on earth is chair yoga? (laughs) And um, like, do I need a chair? Do I need to bring it? Like, what type of chair are we talking about? I was so confused. But it was useful because not everybody, like you said, can bend yourself in the way of a pretzel, but it's useful to get your your body moving. So I think just watching her along this journey reminds me of how important it is to seek God for yourself in the way that is best appropriate for you. So this might be a new avenue for you, but actually, let me ask, let me ask you. Before I go on and answer my own question, oh, what, <laughs> what advice would you have for women who are curious about starting Christian yoga? Hit me up. Let's do a class. Like, come on. Um, no, serious. Okay. In all, like, in all seriousness, though, um, pray about it. Do your research. Contact me in that order. <laughs> um, because, you know, as you said, and as I said earlier, it is about ensuring that you are honoring God. And so only you know your journey, only you know your path. And so it's very nice for me to say, hey, you should come do Christian yoga. But I don't know what's in your background. I don't know what you're dealing with. And so there may be things that are going on in your life that God doesn't want you to do Christian yoga. Instead, he wants you to just sit and just be, right? Like, so we all have to understand what it is that God wants from us and then move in that. So in that order, seek God, do a little research, holler at your girl. <laughs> and since you told everyone to holler at you, how can we find you? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram at Seeking Him Yoga, or you can send me an email, Sarita at SeekingHimYoga.com. Well, that took a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, as you know, I will put all of Sarita's details in the show notes so that you can follow her, you can email her, you can connect with her. 
You can do a class via Zoom if necessary. Serena is an awesome teacher. Sorry, forgot. Classes, if you're in Bermuda, classes will be starting in January. So if you follow me on Instagram, look out for that. The class schedule will be up. Or you can go to my website, seekinghimyoga.com, and class schedules are there. I also do private sessions if that's what you're interested in. Sorry. See, now you got more information on how to (laughs) follow her. I know I will be starting classes when, as soon as she starts classes, because I'm always like, when are we doing yoga? (laughs) But reach out to her, especially during this time. Look for a different way to seek God and incorporate Him into your day to day activities. Sarita, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast again. (laughs) I know we will be doing this when, you know, something else makes a debut, cough, cough. (laughs) But for now, thank you for being on this episode. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Be sure to like and subscribe. And also be sure to leave a comment, leave a review. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you liked from this episode, what you like from the show. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Pray, Plan, Slay podcast, or you can follow me, your host, Shantae Sapphire, at Shantae Sapphire on Instagram. And the podcast is also on Facebook at PrayPlanSlay.com. We're on Twitter at Shantae Sapphire. All that information will be below in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us.